Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Jacobs in the backfield. Here are the Raiders at the 31. Carr going to go for it all. To the end zone. Caught in the end zone. Devontae Adams. Touchdown. Welcome back to You Better You Bet, brought to you by BetMGM with Nick Costos and Ken Barkley on the BetQL Network. Devontae Adams, what a stud. Unfortunately, uh, well, I guess the quarterback throwing him the ball this year like is a stud, like in real life. Maybe the stud. Oh, yeah. Jimmy yeah. Garoppolo? Yeah. Better looking, Jimmy Garoppolo or Ryan Gosling, off the conversation from yesterday. Well, Go- Gosling's probably got to be at his apex right now, right? Because he, like, had to get into character to play Ken in the Barbie movie. Yeah, so I, I just... I, I think Jimmy Garoppolo's better looking. I mean, I... You know, this is like uh, choosing which of which are my two favorite kids. Which of my kids is my favorite, you know, of my two children <laughs> well, or something. It's well, a, which, well, well, that's a tough well, which one. Which one do you like? Well, which one do you like? Right, yeah, exactly. Actually, I actually think they're both listening right now because I think my wife's picking <laughs> them up from camp. Because um, she texted me, she goes, she was laughing at the Harry Potter thing because she really likes Harry Potter. Like, you know, Wilson and Boyle or Krabby and Goyle. I thought that was pretty Krabby funny. and Goyle, uh, for sure. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, you could be right about Jimmy G. Maybe. Maybe Gosling. I don't. Know. Did you see Barbie made way more money than Oppenheimer? Made like four times as much money or something. I'm I'm not surprised by that. And like and like you said, like maybe Oppenheimer is going to be a much Mass better appeal. movie. But like, yeah, yeah. Man, like, like 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 anyone would like like could potentially be interested in seeing Barbie. I think Oppenheimer is like we are. This is a very a great but very depressing movie. I'm good on that. I'm not saying it's not yeah. great. I just don't want to see it. Why yeah, would go I be do that go be myself? a great movie. Go be a great movie. Go have everybody watch you. I'm good. I'm going to be over here not watching it. But go be good. Be a great movie. What Credit to that movie. Just not going to watch it. Greg Gumbel on the call coming back from break. Greg Gumbel, yeah. as Tyler says in our chat, does scream. Did you see an Oppenheimer? Yeah. <laughs> Maybe. I would say for Greg, yeah. Greg Gumbel screams like the number two game on CBS in the, in the, yes. in the afternoon window. AFC West, too. Just like, oh, yeah. like the Raiders, the perfect game. Like here's, well, like here's Broncos, Chargers, Raiders, Titans. both teams kind of out of the playoffs, but kind of in it. Not the feature game, not game of the week. You're just like, oh, yeah, that game. oh, 24 all. Oh, yeah, I'll check that out for a little bit. Uh, I think I th- that may have been the game where Devontae had the game winning uh, uh, touchdown in overtime or not. Might have been. Yeah. Uh, anyway, 
Uh, Josh Jacobs was mentioned at the beginning of that highlight for the Las Vegas Raiders. It's the Raiders hope that Jacobs will be mentioned in many highlights this season. We're not expecting to see. The Raiders aren't either. Jacobs um, in training camp this year as the Raiders failed to come to agreement on a long-term deal with, deal with Jacobs, who will likely play the season on the franchise tag once he once he reports. Um, we don't know when that's going to happen, though, but I think we can expect Josh Jacobs to be on the field week one when the Raiders visit the Denver Broncos. We will get into eight buckets with the Raiders coming up in a moment. We'll also hit the New Orleans Saints this hour. I've still got some leftover fantasy football takes from yesterday i will give you nba win total still to come gaggle of guests at 5 p.m eastern and that hour still to come power hour final hour all our bets for tonight but for now it's eight buckets time uh, as we celebrate football with uh, a bunch of rookies reporting training camps today for various teams so we will get to las vegas raiders schedule analysis here valuable bet on the over the under perhaps we'll get to that in a second but first ken uh, tell the people all about eight buckets no i can't wait uh, it's like I've never done it before. Uh, the, here are the eight buckets. Uh, Nick and I are, Nick has his bucket hat. Good. So that's two of the buckets. We're both wearing bucket hats. Uh, normally we would draw a team out of the bucket of bets. That's the third bucket. But today we're just really, as we wind down this exercise, we're just kind of just going to pick some teams. So the third bucket's kind of involved. The bucket's right off here to the side next to my bucket of coffee. But, um, you know, normally we'd pick a team out of the bucket of bets. That's the third one. And we go through their schedule game by game. As we go through a game by game, we project a point spread for every single game on the team schedule. What do we think the point spread will be in the betting market? And therefore, what is the win probability for the team in all of those games? Uh, and by kind of, you know, figuring out what the point spreads are, uh, we will put each of the games on the schedule into one of five buckets, which are blowout win, blowout loss, likely win, likely loss, and toss up, depending on what the point spread is. So seven or more each way, blowout, three to six and a half each way, likely win, likely loss, a toss up, a, a spread less than three either way. And then when we get to the end of the exercise... Um, you'll get a part of a win, depending on which bucket the game goes in. We add up all the, the parts of the wins, the pieces of wins, as Nick likes to, I think I've said that almost every time, presidents of the United States of America, pieces of wins, and uh, we'll compare that to the win total. So like yesterday, Tennessee, the win total was uh, seven and a half. We got 7.8 was the number that we came up with. And then to kind of talk about, okay, do we like that projection? What, what do we think we want to do? Are there any other extraneous factors we want to consider uh, when betting the team's win total? I was just thinking while you were doing that about like Brinks saying to you or Buddy Brinks that I don't need to just have to have the game open. I don't to need the, the markets. markets. <laughs> I'm above them. See, but like normally it's like someone says that that does like sports betting content or is like a sports right, better. Like your immediate your immediate yeah. thought is like you're a clown. This person's a clown. This yes. guy is not is not a clown. Right. Like, I, like, Who cares what the what number is? Well, actually, I care a great deal what the number is. Now that you mention it. Yeah. <laughs> It's one of the great lines I've heard. I don't, <laughs> I don't need the markets. He did bet TCU, though, when we were in Vegas. He was a part of the uh, the TCU-Gonzaga celebration of the uh, uh, backdoor three. Like, just, I mean, just the absolute most miracle cover you could possibly imagine in an NCAA tournament game. He was one of the people with us that bet it. It was really, it was really great. So shout out to him. All right. The Las Vegas Raiders, they're not expected to be good. Have you seen their head coach? Mm. Win total at BetMGM, six and a half, over minus 120, under plus 100. Raiders to make the playoffs, yes, plus 400, no, uh, minus 550. Have you seen that division they play in? It's pretty good. Uh, so we will start here, Ken, in our win total analysis here for the Las Vegas Raiders, as we do with each and every team, with their game coming up in week number one. And I always think, when I think about this game, of you saying to me on the air, hey, like the market just opened for this game. What do you think it is? I said Broncos minus three or three and a half, and you said it was a pickup, and we both had a jolly old laugh. Uh, because now, as it stands at BetMGM, this is a juice three and a half towards Denver. 
Denver minus three and a half, minus 115. Raiders plus three and a half, minus 105. So uh, this three and a half or four or three, this is a likely loss in week number one here, Ken, for the Las Vegas Raiders. Yeah, and I don't think that's going to change between now and kickoff of that game in the second weekend in September. I mean, I just... You know, it would take a like an injury to Russell Wilson or, uh, you know, a cluster injuries to the Denver Broncos, probably for for that market to change in such a way where we wouldn't put it as a likely loss. I think it's very likely to stay in this range. Does it end up, you know, does it end up closing three and a half? I haven't thought that much about this game in terms of like is three more likely than three and a half is four more likely. But I think just in terms of a range or what we're near key number wise, I, I think this point spread's fine. I don't think there's any, just in terms of week one, anything to do with this game now. I'd like to see Russ, like, play a little bit in the preseason. Sure. Which might sound ridiculous, because it's not like he's going to play, like, a full game or anything. Is he, is he going to look terrible? Is he going to look really good? I think that actually might, like, dictate a little bit what we see. Where if he's brutal, maybe this does close three. I don't know. Um, I, I'd be I'd be apt to bet the Broncos if that were the number, though. So we'll we'll cross that bridge when we come to it with the Raiders and the Broncos. In any event... Likely loss for the Raiders in week number one, which I think will probably be um, probably a recurring theme throughout this process. Well, not not here in week two. It won't be a likely loss for the Raiders. It will be a blowout loss in week number two because the Raiders travel to Buffalo to play the Bills. This will be a large point spread. Yeah, yeah, and 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 it probably will sound like we'll really we're going to be really negative about the Raiders over the course of this segment. And, but these point spreads, like, I, I, I don't, I'm not going to try to put my finger on the scale at all and, like, dock the Raiders because I don't think they're going to be very good this year. Like, this will be an authentic, like, this is really what I think it'll be in the market. I mean, this one's easy, though. Just kind of use your head. Like, if the, and just think about this. Hey, the Broncos are about three and a half right now. The Bills are projected to be one of the best teams in the league. Uh, we frequently see the Bills against league average or slightly worse than league average opponents be, like, right in the seven range or more. And the Raiders might even be worse than league average. So, you know, very easy blowout loss to project. And that's, that's not us just not liking the Raiders. Yeah, that's, it's, it's an easy one. So that's a blowout loss for the Raiders coming up in week number two you better you better here with nick and ken on a terrific tuesday eight buckets as we go through the las vegas raiders schedule coming up this year week number three uh this was a game who who's who our guest on the show was was as well right well on the show yesterday drew densick was talking about some of like the, the the sunday night schedule uh raiders will host the steelers in week number three alex fasano steelers on sunday night football so raiders hosting pittsburgh ken in prime time in week three feels like a pretty easy toss-up feels like a like a pick or something like that i think maybe like raiders get, steelers raiders get a pretty steelers good home field less than three no like, maybe yeah. like steelers minus one we're we're squabbling here over yeah just uh it's a wrong team favorite alert depending on what it is is that we're gonna see uh yeah really small point spread uh toss-up game the toss-up okay so now we go to week four when the raiders visit the los angeles chargers where Say what you want about the Raiders and the Chargers. The Chargers are better. They'll be favored for sure. There will be more Raiders fans in attendance at this game than Chargers fans. This will actually be probably home field for the Raiders and not the Chargers. Yeah, I think it's just, it's, uh, I think it's a pretty easy to project likely loss for that reason. Like it's not, I don't think it's ever going to be seven right now. Now, as we accumulate more data about the teams, we watch them play games. Maybe one team is better or worse than we thought by a lot. But before the season, yeah, I mean, this isn't like a pretty comfortable you know, like five and a half, six kind of range, probably something like that, maybe a little less because of the home field. And maybe people will be more apt to bet like a division dog with a really weird stadium setup, um, but more than three for sure. So it just puts in the likely loss bucket. Now, I was thinking five and a half is like the perfect number for that game right now for the raid right now yeah. for the Raiders at the Chargers. Um, this is an interesting one. 
especially right now, before we get to see Jordan Love at all. Um, Monday night, October 9th, the Raiders will host the Green Bay Packers. Yeah, so I mean, a, a really interesting point spread to project, because the, the question is going to be, like, are the Raiders a full three in this game? And to start the year, I, I actually yes. think they are. I think this is Raiders minus three. Yeah, I agree. I don't think that will okay. be the spread when we get there to the game, but my right, but now I guess. I think it has to yeah. be three. Yeah, preseason haven't seen anything based on how the the Packers are being lined. God, it might. I mean, before the year, that might even be like a three and a half because the the market on the Packers is pretty poor right now. And uh, and you could say, well, wait a minute, like the Packers have a, a higher win total than the Raiders. That's entirely a byproduct of the division that both teams play, and and the difference is still not very big in terms of the win total between the two teams. So think about that for a second. The Raiders are going to be huge dogs to every game in every game in their division, and the Packers are not. And yet, despite that, the Raiders' win total is only slightly less. Uh, I think the Packers, the market, or Green Bay might get a little more bullish as we move towards the season. I saw uh, Dan Orlovsky of ESPN uh, video get oh boy. circulated today on social media. Orlovsky saying, if Jordan Love is even average, the Packers will be like playing for a playoff spot in December. Why am I Sounds like us in February. Yeah. When did I hear it? Isn't it? Isn't it I, I am not suggesting that Dan Orlovsky is like ripping us off. That is not the no. suggestion. But just Too like eating a we, generic grilled chicken and all of his like his like plain diet so he can be shredded. Right. That's his whole thing. But like, yeah. but, but like just I, I think Dan Orlovsky is like a good like he's good on television. Yeah, I, don't I agree. He has to do. Like, I don't think he has to do like the gimmick. Like, look at how weird I am, everybody. Yeah. Like, oh, like everyone likes pizza. I don't. Like, just right. talk about the right. ball, man. Human you experience, I'm the opposite. Right, yeah. Because it's, just, it's uh, why. It's not it's, like, yeah, that's like, tough. Ever, and it's like the performative, like, on, on sports television now, where, like, all anyone does is make stupid phases while everyone else is talking. It's like, just, like, be be normal. Like, you yeah. don't, you would never yeah, normal, do that in real tough. life, having a conversation. Normal, normal stuff nowadays. Yeah. Well, it's, and the other thing is, it's like, because people be like, are you know, <laughs> big, big, I'm sure someone out there is thinking like, are you guys worried? Because like, everyone's on the Packers being good. No one thinks they're going to be bad. Does that concern we you? We had it first. It's, we were first. Right. Well, first of all, first of all, like if I'm, if, if I thought of it separate from everyone else, then no, it doesn't bother me because I, I know why I like it. I didn't just take it from somebody. But um, yeah, all these teams though, and you're going to, this is, it's NFL content made easy, right? Uh, Green Bay. Washington, Atlanta, uh, Carolina to a certain extent, like all these teams that have these quarterbacks that we just have no idea about. Uh, you're just going to be like, all right, like that's my sleeper. And it doesn't even like for, you know, if you just wanted to come up with NFL content and just like not even know that much, be like, yeah, just pick a team where the quarterback's new and say you really like them and you're done. And because like, no, because and the point of that is you can't argue against that really because it's all we don't know how the we don't know if the quarterback's good or not so like no one can be like well actually sam howell's bad be like well the Cow the cowboys game showed you that much huh like really that that's like that one game and uh you know jordan love be like oh that one start against what the chiefs or whatever that that showed you that much and it's kind of going to be in the eye of the beholder like just you have all these teams that present similarly okay like what it what is the price on each team is pretty important how good is the rest of the roster and and do you want to make a bet but it's you know a lot of a lot of we like the packers a ton of we like the falcons in betting content right now a lot of that and again like you can't really argue against this stuff because just it's all the same it's all just like quarterback with big upside like i don't know if desmond ritter's bad i don't know if jordan loves bad i don't know if sam howell's bad 
two of the three of them are probably going to be bad. Honestly, just playing the percentages, <laughs> we just don't know. We don't know which two. Um, I I think it's I gotta. You know what's so funny? Of the three, I think Ritter's the most likely to be bad. Right? I have to disagree. I have to disagree. Who's the most likely to be good? Howell Ritter and, and not Love? even like this year, just like to actually be a good quarterback. Jordan Love. Jordan Love, right? Yeah. Who's because the pedigree? I I don't know. There's you take something the first I, rounder over. You I really think Howell might be awesome, rounder. but that is a I'm, very subjective opinion. I'm yeah. not I'm not saying you're wrong. I'm just saying yeah. that if forced to choose, I would take the guy with the first round pedigree over the fifth yes. round pedigree. One hundred percent. To be fair, Howell was Tom, like Howell was projected to maybe be rounder. the number one pick. Howell could have been the number one pick when he was in college. He was the favorite at one point. So he's like a big prospect. He just, uh, I bet their win total under is last year, and it was awesome because they were pretty bad. What's your most contrarian food take in 10 seconds here in, uh, in honor of Dan Orlovsky? Oh, God. Oh, uh, I don't I don't like steak very much. I, I also don't like steak very much. I only yeah. order steak I thought if I, wouldn't I go have to a one. steakhouse. And, yeah, now, and I, I do. I, yeah. You nailed it, and I agree with you 100%. Oh, no, I also hate IPAs. On the other side. There's another one, yeah. Well, because I drink one and I black out. Uh, more Raiders analysis coming up next. We'll be right back with You Better You Bet, presented by BetMGM <laughs> on the BetQL Network. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. 